Hey everyone, Dave and Jeff. Shocking. We can't even set our own schedule. We're, oh, we're supposed to be on until Monday. Yeah. But you called me 10 minutes ago. You want to do a show? Okay. Let's go. All right. Got a lot to cover. You want to talk Game of Thrones? It just ended. Game of Thrones was big. Roy died. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. <laughs> Nobody named Roy. Shit. It was, uh, it was a big show. I know you don't watch the show, but this was the, the third episode of the yeah. last season. The final people are saying, all right, something big's going to happen here. Did it? So well, we knew there was going to be a major fight. The whole show was nothing but fighting. So you're yeah. going, okay, a lot of characters dropping dead. Yeah. All the characters I still like, still alive. All so right. I'm good to go. Okay. Good it's to like go. Duck, Duck, Goose <laughs> on that show. Uh, we could talk about anything. We're not going to be here super long, but we'll hang out enough to do a show. Friday, Dave, I'm driving home. Okay. I had an off day on Friday. Uh, may have even been Thursday. It doesn't matter. And I'm driving to one Louis Michael Costa. Mike Costa told me a story involving you and him. Oh, yeah? That made me laugh like I have not laughed in a long, long time. So I want to ask you if this is true. Right now, if you were to say name a story between Mike and I, I can't think of one. Mike said that within the last month, he texted you. And he said, hey, Dave, I'm just checking in. How you doing? All right, he does do that a lot. And you replied back, I'm hanging in. There are tough days. I find myself in the car sometimes struggling to keep it together, and it's a challenge, to which Mike said he replied, hey, Dave, I was just being nice. I think and, you probably did pull that move. I got to look it up right now now that you said he that. Said, he said, I wrote him back, and I just said, hey, Dave, I was just being nice. There's a lot to read here. I'll get to it as quick as I can. Have a, and I go, what the fuck did I just hear? Oh, my God. I said, he goes, yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying to look it up to see what he says. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is pretty much it. This, dude, so what did, you write to, what did you write to him and then tell me, like, within reason. You don't have to go through the whole thing. But how much did you text Acosta? Did he ask how you do it? Yeah, I'll tell you what, I'll read the whole thing. All, All right, right, let me hear how it starts with him. Jesus. Dude, I... By the way, this was a while back. This is January 29th. This wasn't last month. Oh, okay. I mean, this is this is right after the holidays, okay? So it says, hey, friend, just checking hey, on you. Hey, friend. How are you? And he does. He checks. Mike checks on me a lot, okay? Yeah. I said, well, why wouldn't you want that guy checking in on you? <laughs> you know, Mike was here that night also. When Jake yeah. passed, Mike was here just like you were here. So I write, thanks, Mike. To be honest, not good. I can't imagine ever being good with Jake gone. I hate to be a downer, but I hate this new way of life without Jake. I'm tired of crying in the car. I'm tired of crying myself to sleep. And I said, at times it feels like my face is just falling off the bones. I really do appreciate you checking. It means a lot. I guess I'll have to figure it out. So I opened up to him. Right. And he writes back, yeah, Dave, I was just being nice. I got my own stuff to deal with. Quit bringing me down. And he called me a word that, I, trust me, he doesn't want me to say on there. But it starts with F. Okay? And it ends with T. Figure it out. <laughs> and I wrote back, laugh out loud, you're the best. <laughs> and he did write back, I love you, my heart hurts for you again, your family's pain. I hope yeah. it goes away. You know he does. Yeah, of like, course. But, like, I, I just said to him, <laughs> he goes, yeah, I told him. Hey, I'm just being nice. I have my own stuff to work through. I almost ran into the center divide. That is him. And I go, oh my God. But I, he goes, I go, dude, that's the kind of stuff. This, 
I said, you and Pat Lay are like Foghorn Leghorn and yeah. that dog. I go, I guarantee you Dave laughed as hard as I'm laughing right now. I absolutely did. Because it's so typical. It broke of, the mood of the sadness. Right. Yes. Right. That first lot, like, Dave, can you even imagine to anybody? That's where you go, this guy is just cut from a different thread. Where you go, Dave's jacked up. I'm jacked up. Yeah. Stevie Woods is a little jacked up. Costa is by far at a different level. I can't uh, imagine having the balls to write that line to anybody and getting away with it. Dude. <laughs> oh, my God. I have my own stuff to work through. I remember he was. Hey, went, I was just being nice. He went, I'm like, You're, don't be a downer, he told you. He went through a stretch where his whole goal was just to shake Ernie up every day. Oh, my God. And he did. Ernie's the, the nicest, most innocent person you ever meet, can meet. Yeah. And I remember Ernie said to him, hey, Mike, how you doing? You know, Ernie's always smiling, always excited. Yeah. And he goes, you know what, Ernie, I'm doing great today. You wouldn't believe it. I got my entire fist in Meg's ass this afternoon. God. And Ernie's like, fuck. And then walks out because he fell for it, you know? Right. But who says that about their wife? He's, he's a train wreck. <laughs> now, on Friday, I was driving home. Um, I had taken my kids in the morning to see Avengers Endgame. Yes. So Three hours, right? Yes. Avengers Endgame, I saw it on Friday. Now, I will say I was never a comic book guy. Never read them. Um, probably wouldn't have seen these movies if I didn't have kids, but like I haven't seen all of them. I didn't see any of the Captain America movies. Yeah. I didn't Captain see Captain America always sucked. Even as a kid it sucked. Remember? Yeah. It like, just had a cool name and cool clothes, but he was he had nothing yeah, there. A shield. Yeah. Like one of those like those things you ride down the hill. Exactly. And, like when it's snowing. And, yeah, in fucking Mount Laguna. Big deal. He didn't have a cool sled. He just nah. had a shield to go on. Yeah. And didn't see the Thor movies. Yeah. Any of that. But like, uh, my kids like the Iron Man movies. The new kid playing Spider-Man's great. And, and the Avengers, when they're all together in the group, are, are kind of fun. Okay. So, so we go see the movie on Friday. I would recommend for anybody who's going to see it. Do you have to see the other ones, what do you say? No. I, okay. I don't feel like it. Um, I mean, we've seen a few of them. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, whatever that one that came out last summer, I guess, you'd want to see that one. Whatever the fuck that one was. Um, Dude, I can't tell you. I was I used to be into superheroes like, you know, when I was a yeah. kid, like crazy. The only superhero that sucked that I really hated as a kid was Captain Caveman. I didn't understand that oh, fucking cartoon Oh, you better take that all. back. It was horrible. I liked anything with a cape. I even liked Shazam, where Billy Batson, remember, all out yeah. of shape and shit? We saw that movie last week. Yeah, Shazam but, was funny. But do you remember the one when you were a kid on Saturday mornings? Oh, my and God, Driving around that yes. shitty camper? Yeah, and like the terrible... Special effects, yeah. Shazam, yeah, and he had the worst, the worst body of all time. Yeah, he looked like he's been hanging out at goddamn uh, McPee's, (laughs) hanging out, pounding blackberry brandy. Yeah, I haven't watched that stupid shit. So we go see the movie and had a blast. Okay, just had a blast. Didn't feel like a three-hour movie. It's great. Do your kids have a favorite guy? Um, probably. I mean, I like, I like Ant-Man. Paul Rudd makes me laugh and it's a movie that I watched three days Yeah, with my buddy. We just hung out, uh, before he passed away from cancer. It was like, so the last... something to you. yeah, yeah. And it's just great. Those movies are great. So I know they always kind of look out for me. They're big on that, but I think they just like, 
all of them. I don't know that you know they have one particular guy. But Dave, like people are clapping in the theater, like during the like, what are you doing during the scenes? Yeah. Oh shit! Like certain people show up and they start clapping, and I'm looking at my son Jack, and he's looking at me laughing. So we have a great time. <laughs> I go to. Did Jack. you have both boys with you or just one? Yeah. Okay. Their mom came, which was cool. So the four of us went. It was really fun, and uh, I would say go see the Grossmont Center. They okay. have this insanely cool. Dolby sound, right? The yeah. high quality thing. It's eight bucks a ticket. Nothing. All shows. Go see it. So I come out. We're kind of talking. We go to lunch. We're hanging. I say to my son, look, yeah, just do me a favor. If you're going to talk about the movie, there are a couple of plot twists that people may or may not know. But I go, don't shout them out. Yeah. Because just imagine if we were at the next table and you heard it by accident, you might be bummed out. Exactly. They go, okay. That's fair. We avoid doing that. My sons are 11. Mike, who's a couple years older than 11, just writes the plot line, boom, gives it away on Facebook. I don't use this word, but I'm going to use it yeah. in this context to understand the impact of Mike texting you, me, and Steve Woods saying, I have 50 guys that wear sweatpants for a living yelling at me on Facebook because I just gave a plot storyline away i dave i went through the thread yeah. i saw mike was called by men and women a cunt <laughs> yeah, and i go oh my god like i i go jesus that's harsh three yeah. different people yeah you know mike you're a rotten cunt and i was like wow wow <laughs> and he so then he goes uh you know why i like this guy that the raiders just took because he wouldn't be upset if I told him that here comes the storyline again. Boom, this happened. <laughs> and now people freak out again. Hey, Mike, this isn't, this isn't cool, man. Who, who, why do you follow him? That's yes. who he is. Yeah, he's a jerk. And then his third one, he waited like four hours. So he may have dropped off, right? If yeah. he missed the first two, the third one wrote, hey, I took Toaf to see Endgame. Nobody freak out. I didn't tell him that blank storyline. He writes yeah. it a third time. And I was just like, this guy is a maniac. Yeah. I, listen, I, I'm not that invested in the movies. I was able to figure out a way to see it Friday morning with my kids. They were off. I was off. If you haven't seen it by Friday, 8 o'clock, you're not that diehard of a fan. Yeah. In my opinion. Okay. Would you agree? Yeah, I think you have you have the weekend to see it. I think you got three days to see it. Things happen. Like even just now, we talked about Game of Thrones. Someone might hear this podcast tonight or tomorrow that hasn't seen it yet. I didn't give any big-time no. storylines away. But I'll tell you, I'm glad. I mean, I wouldn't say anything. If you had said anything to me tonight about yeah. this happened or that happened, yeah, you know, I don't want to be that guy. So what's man. Mike's angle then? It's not just a whole deal as far as... Just trying Mike's to angle be, is nobody listens to thirteen. Is that what it is? Anyways. And someone has to listen to him on on Facebook, right? Yeah, I mean that that it's funny as hell because with Mike, I never know when he's lying and when he's telling the truth. I don't yeah. know if, if he's if he's seen a movie, hasn't seen a movie. I don't know. I just always assume, assume Mike hasn't done jack shit. So I just think he's just trying to guess and guess what what no. direction he, <laughs> he's just a dick. Yeah, he was telling you there's no Easter Bunny. <laughs> no. 
Now, here's the deal. I haven't listened to, no offense to Mike, but I don't know what they're giving away on 1360 or iHeart stations right now. I imagine they gave away passes to see this movie, right? I don't have any idea. I mean, that's something we used to do all the time. A big movie, give away passes. Yeah. I'd be a little ticked off if Uh, I was his bosses. Right. (laughs) Right. We have a partnership with these people. What the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? Well, all I knew was I'd seen the movie. I did like Mike uh, working with us. When we worked with Mike, I had a great time. I, you know, I think oh. I think Mike was at his best, to be honest with you, when he worked with us. I thought yeah. Steve overran him. I thought he was bored with a lot of other shows, but I liked working with Mike because we protected him. We didn't. We didn't. Ex- Boy, we threw him a shitload under the bus. Fuck! Anytime he messed up, John Garland. Oh God, Mary Tillman. <laughs> Mary Tillman. <laughs> we loved it. Mary Tillman was great. We missed crying out. on the bus in Phoenix. All that shit. Yeah, we did remind him. Last week, last time we were here, it was the 15th anniversary of Pat Tillman. Yeah. Passing, man. And just what an amazing guy. I, I'm not a huge Jim Rome fan, but I was out. Uh, I was coming up. I had something going on in the morning, and I had to go. Uh, I was coming up late for work. I can't remember what the heck I had going on, but something was happening in the morning. And Rome was replaying clips of an interview he did with Pat Tillman. What a cool, cool guy. He was. What a cool guy. I I want to touch on this real quick, Dave, and we don't have to spend a lot of time on it, but otherwise we're going to do a show Sunday night. We're going to do a show Monday night, and then I'm out for a week, and and I don't know when we'll be back. Man, yesterday I was out with my sons. I'd been off on Friday, spent all day Saturday with them, all day Sunday with them. Just go to the basketball game because I got a comment about this basketball game. Yeah, Is we'll that where get, you're going. No, I'll get to the basketball game in a second. But it was uh, it was fun. But last night and yesterday, as we're driving around, the news came out about what happened in Poway yesterday. Yeah. And my sons and I were out on the 15 today, and I said, you know, we're going to go by there. I said we're going to go by. We didn't we didn't get out of the car, but I said these kind of things are happening in our backyard, and I said I just want you to see this quiet street. Yeah. In Poway, which is such a great part of San Diego, and to just see all of the people there and the flowers on the ground. And I said to my sons, um, the woman who was killed, um, you and I have mutual friends of. She was friends with our pal Rick Schloss. Rick Schloss' wife passed away last week. They'd been married for 30 years. Uh, Rick's wife had been battling an illness for a long time. And he said on Facebook that she had called him on Wednesday just to check in and try wow. to support him and, and help him up. Dave, all she was doing was just praying in this beautiful little synagogue yeah. tucked away on a street. And some fucking punk kid with a big mouth goes in there and injures. I think there were three injured and, and she passed away. Six years old. Man, Dave, I'm sorry. This shit just bugs me. It just, it bugs me. Uh, it bothered me because I was just saying to my sons as we drove through, I said, look at, you know, look at what a cool little place. And you see just the regular people that, yeah. that worship there that are up front, that are devastated. And it, it really, really bothered me. And I'm sure it bothered a lot of people and, and, when you drive by and CNN's out front and everything else, man, it's just uh, it's a sad, sad day. And I'm just sorry if any of you 
knew any of those people impacted. It just uh, it broke my heart, man. I hate that stuff. They're all terrible, right? Right. I mean, uh, all of them are terrible. We happen to have one in our own backyard and what's considered one of our nicer neighborhoods in San Diego. Right. Embarrassing as hell. And you say, how could this happen? You know, over there, let alone happen in a neighborhood like, you know, one of our great ones in right. San Diego. It became a huge national story. Yeah. You know, and unfortunately, we have a president who, who fucked this up a couple of years ago when he said there were good people on both sides. And yeah. it was like, yeah, did you kind of open the door to say, hey, you know what? I'm not going to fucking go after you. And uh, we'll follow his tweets yesterday and say, had a great day playing golf. I was like, dude, how yeah. clueless are you? Don't talk about your fucking golf game. Well, you know, I mean, you got you got more problems with gun violence and we haven't figured it out. And we all know there's a shitload of money with the NRA. I'm not going to sit there and go both sides, but I have a major problem with these uh, assault rifles. It's always the same one. You know, right. it's all about making money. It's ridiculous. It's almost like, are we looking for a record on how many people we can kill with these things? And you can't tell me you go hunting with them. It's not what you go hunting with. You don't hunt with those things. Those are, those are basically guns to just go out for, for sport and see if you can hit targets and shit like that. But these are the same guns that are always used in these mass shootings over and over again. Figure it out. And don't give me your Second Amendment stuff. I understand. Hey, look, if, if you're a gun guy, good for you. But the Second Amendment, when you use that argument back, the Second Amendment was before we had access to 911. Yeah. And people can fucking get to you in 30 seconds. It's a lot different than, than when we first drew up the laws and the way we're going to do things in this country. It's just old. And to see, a, a, as you said, a lady 60 years old towards... Man. Obviously, maybe twenty to thirty years left of her life, and and yeah. she's praying. And what should be the safest environment of all time? Right. It's fucking ridiculous. So I said to my sons today, I go, uh, I said, it's really funny. Um, I'm I'm not a religious guy. I don't spend time in churches, but to me, I love the architecture of churches. Me too. They're just they're insanely cool to me. Like I just. Some of them. That's the uh, one thing I missed in New York last year. I forgot to go to St. Patrick's oh, Cathedral. Oh, wow. Been there. Awesome. And like I said, no, Notre Dame, the whole thing. But uh, what what you watch continuing to develop in this country is the level of hatred yeah. that there is on either sides of the aisle. But what I saw yesterday, and we don't do a lot on Trump on this show. This guy is such a fucking idiot. And I watch these fucking morons that jump up and down and celebrate, and you go, you are, like, where is Darwin? Where do you guys fall on the chart? Because I can't believe we walk the same streets. This guy had the audacity yesterday to paint this scenario while these fucking mouth-breathing morons sat there and cheered about scenarios at hospitals where babies are born and the doctors and parents make the decision to murder the kid. And people sat there and cheered like, oh, yeah, we got to get... Where the fuck? It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. My sons were born in the NICU. They were born in the NICU at Kaiser. Uh, my son, Cade, born November 2nd, came home December 5th. My son, Jack, came home December 26th. We were in there every day. I remember three different occasions when parents... In this very small room in the NICU where you yeah. come together as a family between the doctors, the nurses, and the families, you celebrate when the kids are able to go home. I remember three different occasions when babies were born, came into the NICU, and didn't survive the night. It devastated the entire room for days. Yeah. Because you watched this little incubator be set up 
the family comes in, the name is put on, and all of a sudden a curtain goes around it, and this small little baby, stillborn or whatever the case may be, and these two families walk out. Because every one of us in that fucking room realized it could have been us just as easy as it could have been them. Yep. They did not make the decision to take that baby's life. And to have a guy sitting in office promoting this idea that this happens and to have fucking people whooping and hollering like it does should be a fucking embarrassment to any of us. I don't give a fuck if it's Joe Biden or anybody else who it is. I don't give a fuck yeah. if it's Leisure Fryer. We got to get this fucking maniac point of view out and get our sanity back. It's so embarrassing to me that anybody out there would think for a second that in a hospital, a parent and a doctor would get together, especially as a parent. Yeah. My son Jack was two and a half pounds when he was born. He went through blood transfusions and five or six other different things where we weren't sure he was going to... I was told on October 30th, 07, that Jack may not make it through the night and his mom may not make yeah. it through the night. There was never a point when anybody came to me and said, hey... Make the want, call. Yeah, make the call. You want to pull the plug? Give me a fucking break. And these morons that we know that celebrate that point of view, if you look at that and you go, well, it happens, honest to God, just drop me as a friend, yeah. stay away from me, don't interact with me. There's nothing you do if you have that kind of... Go check yourself into fucking Quest Haven. Go out into the fucking... Check yourself in because I think you're legit 5150. Holy shit. What happened to us? That's a shit you used to watch, Dave, with like Noriega, yeah. right? Or or these cults and you would go, God, isn't that crazy? People think like that? People here. I tell you what, it looks like we've taken so many crazy steps backwards as far as where we are moving. You know, you we live in California, and California, you consider, is always a far uh, so far ahead of the times where if you were to get in your car and just start driving east. Yeah. You're going to run into some crazy shit, I promise you, if you start driving east. You're going to see some crazy shit in Arizona. You're going to see some crazy shit. I saw crazy shit in, in, in Ramona today, Dave. <laughs> I mean, in our own backyard. In, in, in the south, you're going to see crazy and hear yeah. some crazy shit. Stuff you're embarrassed about when you yeah. talk about racism you know and i'll give an example remember the titans remember that movie uh-huh. with denzel washington with the black coach and yeah. and they at the end of the movie everybody gets along and they win the whole deal you make a movie like that now there might be some criticism right like we're moving in i thought in the right direction even the i'll give you another example even the song ebony and ivory you write that shit what now. the hell's this shit what, the hell's this shit? what are you going? trying to say in these lyrics yeah i gotta put my new balance shoes on and go fight somebody this is yeah. bullshit yeah, it, it's it's kind of crazy the the racism card that has gone right back up. Anti-Semitics. Oh yeah, well the anti-Semitics it always felt like it was like that for me. The one difference for me and a guy but now let's they say, don't hide it. No, they don't. But a guy like me and Jim Trotter, Jim Trotter wears his card every single day. You don't know if right. I was Jewish or not. My name doesn't sound like a Jewish name. Josh right. Rosenberg is kind of screwed. I mean Rosenberg's yeah. about as Jewish as it gets. You know what he is. Nobody knows what I'm saying. So I've heard all the jokes as a kid. You talk about yeah. what happened yesterday. Yeah. When I was in Sunday school, we had to evacuate multiple times because of bomb threats. Multiple times in Sunday school. Wow. As a kid that's eight years old. And guess what? One time they did blow up half the temple. Yeah. You know, one yeah. time the KKK did not get half the temple. And whenever we had high, ho- high holy holidays, we had police that we had to hire to sit there and stand almost in a circle around the street and around the thing so people could go in uh, on the, the holiest of days. And it was it was just the way of life growing up. That was what we expected. But we knew being Jewish, that was one of the things. Man, I just uh, 
So yesterday, I'll be honest, you Jeff didn't shock me. I hate to say it, didn't shock me. Bothered you though? Oh, it bothers me all the time. And if it yeah. wasn't, if it was a mosque, if it was a synagogue, doesn't matter. Yeah. The thing is, you people don't understand that this country was basically created on separation church and state. Right. But people forget that all the fucking yeah. time when they want to sit there and jam it right down your throat oh, and get God. upset if you, if you don't believe in what they believe in. Yeah. What happened to just kind of do your thing, right? So Yeah, no, I it, it was know. ugly I, as hell. It was embarrassing that it happened in, in San Diego, and you, you hope it doesn't happen that way. But remember even Metzger, who was known oh, as the yeah. biggest white supremacist Tom of all Metzger, time? Metzger up in Fallbrook? And, and uh, Oprah used to have him on. Yeah. Guy, when I found out he was from San Diego, you go, holy oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, I just think this guy has to be some part of the South. No, right yeah. here in San Diego. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Trump celebrates uh, Nick Bosa, no mention of Kyler Murray. Yeah, I mean, that's great, right? Yeah. I mean, you just go, what the fuck, man? I guess we're just done. I guess we're just done hiding it, and everybody sucks, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just tell my kids, I'm like, be friends with all your buddies. Be friends with all your buddies. Try to. I mean, they're Persian. They yeah. look as white uh, as anybody in their block. Yeah. They got 50% of them, or well, I guess 25%. They have Persian blood running through them. I tell them, be proud of it. They celebrate Persian New Year. They know everything else about it. But I said, but be aware of it because nobody's going to look at you. There's Nobody's going to be calling you sand this and yeah, sand that exactly. because they don't know. But you are. So if you hear anybody saying it, they're directly insulting your grandfather and his parents and everybody who came before him. A grandfather that treat my sons very well and to this day. Treats me very well, even though I'm divorced from his daughter. Yeah. We're as close as can be. And it's just, uh, man, I, I just, Dave, nobody gives a shit. They're just like, that's my guy. I couldn't, if if I was registered as a Republican, which guess what? I am. Yeah. I am. I couldn't be more fucking embarrassed for what has happened to that party. But a lot of people feel that way. They just want it fixed. But yeah. a lot of people are afraid to say anything right now because, if you, they're you, afraid they're going to be Robert yes, Kraft. Exactly. Right? At the fucking tug hut. <laughs> Shit. I just went in there to get a little slappy on my... <laughs> a little slap and tickle. <laughs> Shit. God damn. Who knew they had 4K cameras in here? <laughs> When this fucking place turned into porno. Uh, oh, shit. Exactly. When, when did this happen? I got to ask you about your kids' basketball game. Because okay. your basketball seasons always start up right away. Uh-huh. The picture that was posted of your kids' basketball game was one of my favorite of all time. Because you got Cade that's ready to go in the game. Uh-huh. Right? He's on one knee by the scores table ready to go. Mm-hmm. And then you got Jack behind him. who was he was his turn to sit on the bench. But he has his legs crossed like, like he's Phil Jackson. It's great. I'm like, are you coaching? Are you ready to fucking play? I'm looking at the kid next to him. He was like yeah. hunched over, both both legs open. Going in. Ready to go. And then, and then you just got Jack with your arms crossed, legs crossed. And I'm like, this guy is ready to make changes himself. He's, yeah. He's the coach. I Okay. Let me start this way. Their team got beat 37 to 18. Yeah. Who put these teams together? I, I love the Croc Center. Yeah. I do. I love the Croc Center. Their team got demolished. It's absolutely the most fun that I've had at any game that they've had all year. Good. Or in their entire three years of playing. Here's why. They were out of town at Palm Springs when teams were drawn up. Okay. And so nobody really knows if you're playing, but teams get drawn up. So they ended up on the team of kind of the misfits. Yeah. What I said to them was, 
in other years, you've had one or two kids that are really, really good players, and you guys all stand around and watch. And I said, the thing that I love about this team is if you guys are going to win, you two are going to need to make a contribution. They both start. But, Dave, they have a coach. Um, My one son was playing the point, and he was just kind of like floating passes, and they got intercepted. This coach is about 19, calls him over, arm around his shoulders, just kind of talking to him, laughing, the whole thing. It was great. It was just great. And so, yes, I saw that same picture. Um, But they were each firing up shots. They each made a couple of shots. And they they come off and they're like, man, (laughs) wow, this team sucks. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, you're garbage. But I said, it was great. I go, it was great. I go, we had so much fun. And I go, there's the kids with the glasses. There are the kids that are gangly when they run. And I said to them, I go, I'm going to love this team. I said, I hope you're with this team because I go, this will be the team I remember, even though they've each won a couple of championships. Yeah. I said, man, this team's awesome. All the kids just running and grinding and trying hard. I said to them, I don't care if you get beat by 25, 30 a game. Follow what your coach is saying. Have a good time. Try your best. And I said, this. I'm so um, out of town, so I'm going to miss their game on Saturday. But for me, Dave, that at that age, at 11, yeah. That's what I want. And so I told him, you're going to have to make good decisions. Make good decisions on your passes, on your shots. And if you guys win, I said, I feel like if this team wins one game, it'll be the most satisfying win you've had in four years at the Croc Center. Do they name their teams? I mean, do they have team names? Yeah. I think uh, I think this team. No, I don't. Yeah, you aren't they, the T-Wolves or anything? Uh, shit. They're not even the Wolves. <laughs> this team's like the 82 Clippers. Oh, my God. Yeah, they're a wreck. I was going to call them the Seals. But, oh, Jesus. Uh, but, no, I'm just joking around. It was great. Cool. And those, uh, they played Little League at Rolando, and yeah. it sucked because they were about eight, and the coach thought they were fucking, you know, thought he was Grady Little and uh, <laughs> fucked everything up. Um, but these coaches and the refs at the Croc Center, they're all volunteers together. Yeah. They're all buddies, and they all trash talk each other, and it's so funny. Um, yeah, it's a great group. I, I really do. I love it, what they do. The hockey program there was fantastic. The basketball program's great. So, yeah, they probably name it. I, I don't have it. You don't know the name of the team? Disaster. Disaster. That, <laughs> yeah, that team is just a complete wreck, but it's so much fun. I laugh. That's cool. How many I, games are in a season? I think they play eight. Okay. Yeah, I think they play That's eight cool. straight through. And then tonight, uh, do you know when Father's Day is? It's uh, always around June 15th. Good guess. It's June 16th. Okay. It's a Sunday night. There will not be a podcast. That Sunday night, you can watch Game of Thrones or whatever. We'll be off by then, but okay. Thanks. All right. Well, Barry, whatever, I'll show you watching. I do watch Barry. Uh, Today, I get an email. Hey, what are you doing June 16th? So I text their mom. I go, hey, is anything going on 16th of June? She goes, no, I don't think so. She goes, it's Father's Day. I go, oh, boy. She goes, how come? I said, well, I just got this email. What are you doing on June 16th? She goes, well, what they want you to do? And I tell her, she goes, oh, yeah, you're doing that. June 16th, Sunday night, me and the two jerky brothers back at Pachanga Arena for the return of the WWE. Oh, there you go. When's the last time you? <laughs> last time I went to wrestling was with you. 
long time ago, like when we were in radio, we did something at the sports arena. There was a wrestling thing we went to. We did an event. We did? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. I don't even remember doing that. <laughs> um, we might have been like a KFMB. It was a long time ago. Really? Yeah. Was it like WWE? It was like Monday night. I thought it was. I thought it was. Thought it was during the week. But it was. It was. Uh, it was crazy. Like it always is. Tons of fans. The whole deal. Did you go with me and Nick when Merriman was in that thing? No, no, it wasn't. Merriman wasn't even uh, Charger yet. It was a long ass time ago. Wow. Yeah. No. Last time I went, I've only been I think three times in my life. My kids are all fired up. Cool. All fired up. So I was done. That's I was cool. like, yeah, Father's Day. Some dads, what do you do? Go out to see. What are tickets Lakes? for that cost? Uh, Dave, here's what's crazy. Okay. So I get this email, and it's like I'm looking at it, you know, hundred eighty, yeah. all these crazy. I go fuck that. I paid uh, twenty five bucks a ticket, and we're sitting in load sixteen. Really? And, you know, yeah, nice. the blue seats. Yeah. I go shit. I'll now Pachanga Arena fucks you, fucking Ernie Hahn. <laughs> God damn. What happened? Well, by the time I'm done with fees and everything else for printed home tickets, it cost me a hundred bucks. Thanks, Ernie, you fucking snake. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, I'm not fucking kissing his ass. I'm like, uh, three fucking tickets that I'm paying to print. Yeah. What the fuck do you need 25 bucks for? Yeah. It's like huh? that guy when you go to Jersey Mike's and they ask to flip yeah. the screen around and go, how about you want a tip? No. And you're like, for what? Yeah. What'd you do? Yeah. What else are we going to do if I wasn't here? <laughs> That's exactly the What's line. your job description? I make sandwiches. Dude, well, what did you just do? I made a sandwich. Good for you. Yeah. What did else? you pull my fucking car around? Huh? Did you come to my table and ask if I need a refill? No. No. I always tip them 10%. Yeah, I do too. I Why fucking I hate so that I do it. I like hearing the bell. Oh, fuck, do man. They, when I they do. ring the bell, that means you t see that's their little secret system. Uh, uh, geez, but like only go 10%. I usually go higher than that, and I feel like a dope. And I'm like, I'm going to start drawing the line in the sands. I'm not tipping you anymore. Let me ask you about I church. hate that because all of them do it all the time. Every place I go to does it now. Yeah. I mean, no joke. Every place outside, I think, Subway does it. Everybody does it. What about uh, when you go to Jersey Mike's, what are you all about? I always get the turkey sandwich, the giant. Good. Whoa! Yeah, you've been with me, hell, and I you know what I always feel like I could eat another one. <laughs> you know they are great. I will it's like thirty-eight dollars. Right. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you, Dave. Okay, there's two things that my son Kate and I have found. Uh, he's running a half marathon, so the kids yeah. running like ten miles. The kids fucking eating like uh, Michael Phelps. Uh, we found two things recently that have come into our repertoire, and we're loving them. Okay. One is at Jersey Mike's. The thing that we love at Jersey Mike's is the grilled chicken cheesesteak. Okay. A little bit of onions, a little bit of Swiss. But we go. So I'm not a Swiss guy at all. I hate Swiss. We go, uh, you're probably a provolone guy. No, I'm mozzarella. But go ahead. On a cheesesteak? No, well, whatever it comes with. But, yeah, usually mozzarella is my favorite. Wow. Okay, the grilled chicken. And the other thing that we've been hitting, which is good, where are you at on a California burrito? I like the California burritos. I do too. But the problem is sometimes like wherever you go, they can throw sour. I'm not a sour cream guy. Yeah. We have found the grilled chicken California burrito at Rubio's is pretty fucking, that Ralph Rubio. Yeah. No he's the doing. shit. <laughs> that guy, that crazy son of a gun. Yeah. The grilled chicken Cali burrito 
is so goddamn good at Rubio's. It's great. Never had it. Yeah. Uh, let's go quesadilla with a couple fish tacos and then throw 8 million uh, jalapenos on there. At, uh, at right. Rubio's? At Rubio's. Rubio's yeah, is, it is good. pretty badass. It is. And my son digs. Uh, I think I'm right on this. I should know this, Grown. Cali burritos are, are San Diego, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what I always assumed. The first time I ever had it was in San Diego. Now, Only place I think I've had it now I think about it. Now, I mean, you go to like Roberto's. Yeah. Go to Roberto's and it's, I don't like, I'm not a sour cream guy. Yeah. But if you go the guac, the carne asada, the potatoes, it's out of control, yeah. right? I yeah. mean, I just told my son, I go, these are like perfect. Growing up in Cardiff, you just get a Cali burrito and live the life. Yeah. But the grilled chicken Cali at, at Rubio's <laughs> and the grilled chicken sandwich at Jersey Mike's, uh, that's, it's not, that's not too bad. It'll treat you okay. Not too bad. We, okay, as, as you're sitting there throwing food at you, Josh and I had this conversation the other day because we went over to Tommy's on I haven't been there. Thursday. Thursday Fuck. we were up there. On, I haven't been uh, there in forever. Waiting for uh, Sugar at her eye surgery, so we're waiting yeah. for, the, for her to wake up. So uh, we showed over to Tommy's. Name your top three places for uh, for hamburgers in San Diego. Ooh. Um, all wide open? Wide open. Wide open. Huh. Uh, I'm a Tommy's guy, man. Yeah, me too. Tommy's is great. Tommy's is in there. Uh oh, I'll put in um I'll put in Waterfront. Okay. Never had Waterfront. Waterfront's I've always great heard that downtown. Was great. And it's a I mean, are you are you including like in and out and all that shit? All that shit. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh boy. Life, life. Okay, Tommy's has to drop out then. I okay. gotta drop Tommy. Tommy's would be in top five. Okay, but my my top three would be Waterfront, In and Out, and it's in uh, Hodad's. Hodad's, yeah. At Hodad's one, at Tommy's two, at In and Out three. But I'd throw a, I even threw a Fuddruckers in there if I went top five. I right? like Fuddruckers. Yeah, we're 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 just firing through. We're just nothing we, to do again. Just wasting time. But we went to one Bull of these Weevil food conversations. And it was shit. Yeah. Because watching Weevil in fifteen years. Well, watch any of these guys. I was watching. Um, we had watched like some of those dudes. I like shows like Bar Rescue. I know they're all rigged. Yeah, but I like shows like Bar Rescue or the when they go in and they they overhaul the restaurant or the bar. Yeah. So they had one with that big buff British dude. With the glasses, not Gordon Elliott, but another guy. Okay. And he had done a place out in Escondido, right? Some place in the village in Escondido he went. And he was just having to make a burger. And anybody who grills, we grill all the time. Yeah. It's like the, the two things, Dave, it's not fucking tough at all. Make sure you let your burger sit out for 20 minutes, right? So it yeah. goes room temperature, so it cooks all the way through. And then season it. Whether it's salt and pepper, Lowry's, whatever you want to do, put seasoning on there and off you go. Fuck, man. When you grill or do whatever, and I couldn't be further from a chef, but you understand. When you go and we went to the Weevil, I told my kids, I go, this sucks. (laughs) My kids go, what's the problem? I go, they didn't season anything. It's like eating cardboard. Yeah, this is a joke. No wonder they're out of business. Um, but yeah, I would say that I, I'm, I, yeah, I don't, uh, I know wall chip right now is pounding the steering wheel. And the only reason why I would say that is because 
I don't go to Cali. I've had burgers out there. But I never when have. I, when I go to Cali, it's all about pulled pork. Yep. Right now, it's the Jake sandwich, all that kind of thing. So I'm not disrespecting Cali, but for Cali, when you're going there, you're doing brisket, you're doing tri-tip, you're doing the cheesesteak, you're doing any of those. Burger there is really good, but um, yeah, I would say Waterfront yeah. is really great downtown. Hodads, and then come on, in and outs. Yeah, that's it. Never disappoints. I do like the habit. Yeah. No, I've never been there either. Habit's great. Okay, but, never, never. But I mean, yeah, that's funny. There's always that dick in town, right? <laughs> there's always that dick who's going to try to tell you, hey, you know what? Yeah. I go out to uh, Fred's, blows fucking in and out out of the water. You're like, just fuck off. Okay, just fuck off. Nobody needs your shit. You're not the edgy, cool guy. Fuck off. You know, it's funny. About a, yeah. about a year ago, last summer, Jake and I were in the car, and I said, hey, you want to go to Wendy's? There's a Wendy's right by my house, but we never go to Wendy's. Right. Wendy's is one of those places I used to go as a kid all the time. Then you find out, and it's not great for you, and you're like, oh, fuck, right. we can't keep going there. It's like, oh, fuck it. Let's go to Wendy's. So literally, we go to Wendy's. We you know get a double cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. We get the fries. Even get a fucking Frosty. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we're in the in the parking lot, we're eating this shit. It was, it was gone like this, you know. Gone. And I said, "Man, that was really fucking good." He goes, "It was good." And I go, "You want to go again?" Yeah. <laughs> he goes, "Let's go get right back in the line." And I just laughed. I've never done that in my life, but it was funny that that uh, we had that memory. But we're like, "Hey, you want to go again? Let's go get get another one of exactly what we just had." But it, it was it cracked me up, man. Tell that me, tell me two restaurants in San Diego where you could go five days a week. If somebody said to you, "All right, Dave." I'm going to give you a hundred bucks. Oh, that's funny. But you have to eat. You can eat different things if you want to. Five days a week, you got to be here. I could go to Sean's place. I could easily go to Kelly Comfort every day. Um, guy does a great job. Let me think uh, a second. Every day. I could tell you what, man. I've done in and out every fucking day. I've, could you? I, when I go to Phoenix, man, we always used to hit in and out every day. We always did. Coach fucking baseball game in there right there. Roberto's, man. Yeah. You go to Roberto's. Because if you go to Roberto's five days a week, you could yeah. go roll tacos. You could do a Cali burrito, yeah. right? You could probably get a breakfast burrito. Yeah. Whatever else you're doing. Cali's pretty fucking solid choice, too. But, yeah, I don't know. Rubio's. Yeah, it's fun. We're, we're, our family does the Rubio's thing all the time. That's That that cracks me up. I, I got to ask about your uh, Padres. We said last time we did the yeah. show that the Padres had such a tough stretch coming up. I said this mm-hmm. could be where they fall apart. They have played so fucking well. Right. I mean, taking two from Seattle was big, okay? Mm-hmm. They're playing so well on the road. Yeah. They play much better even on the road than they are at home. Two from Seattle, they go to uh, D.C., and you beat Scherzer, and you beat Strasburg. Yep. Today, it looked like they were about to sweep because they jump out to a 6 nothing lead, and then they, sh- they shit the bed, fell apart, and they end up yeah. losing extra innings. But, man, the Padres do look really good. They did have Super one fun. major scare today. Oh, fuck. Uh, Tatis. Woo! And, and you wonder, okay, is it a hamstring pull, or, is, or how long is he out for? You know you have a shortstop and Machado could step right in, but at the same time, the team has been really lucky with health yeah. through the first month of the year. Yeah, I thought so. Uh, Dave, that to me, that game today was great. And then I'm watching a couple of people on social media. Well, typical Padres. And you're like, no. you're a fucking dumb shit. Yeah, no. I swear to God, I should come over and just punch you in front of your wife <laughs> and quietly hand her my number. No, it's so much different because 
Uh, that game in the 10th, when you have bases loaded, but, uh, yeah, 10th, when Machado's yeah. up with bases loaded, pops out with Joe Ross. Then you have different situations, and then you, you get beat in the bottom of the 11th. God damn, I was so invested in that game. We had gone, uh, my son's a Warriors fan. He wanted to watch that. So he's watching that. Yeah. My other son and I are, are going crazy with every pitch in the Padre game. This team's a blast to watch. It's really fun to watch. Now, what we saw today is that Ian Kinsler apparently is on borrowed time. And that Kinsler, especially when Urias hits three fucking home runs today in Vegas for El Paso. But what I can't figure out, and yeah. I'm not talking that we need to fire Andy Green or any of this other bullshit. Why exactly did you call Ty France up? Why did you call, why do you call these guys up and not play them and not play them? See, I wonder at the same time. Someone brought this up on social media because we we're talking about the computer makes the lineup out. Mm -hmm. Right now, AJ needs to defend his move to Fowler and why he gave Kinsler that contract. There's, Kinsler doesn't belong in Major League Baseball anymore. God shot the Angels knew it when they said goodbye to right. him. The Red Sox Done. knew it when they didn't re-sign him. That's why when the Padres ran out and grabbed him and then grabbed him for two years, you go, what are you doing? Why, yeah. why is this the move? He was uh, out of gas. Everybody knew in baseball he was out of gas. And I think it's just one of those, I'm going to justify the two-year contract. But right now, he's just straight out hurting the team. Yeah, bad. So I, I just, I hate dead money on the books. But you look at it and you go, well, he's apparently going to be gone. 139 is hitting right now. God dang. I think he's five this year and three next year, or four yeah. and a half and three, whatever the numbers are. Doesn't matter. But if that means that Kinsler is going to be out and Urias is going to be the guy with all respect to Greg Garcia homers today. Yeah. And you go, yeah, we're just going to fucking put him in and we're going to and we're just going to ride it out with him. Yeah. We're just going to have to fucking ride it out with him. But again, I'm not exactly sure what the thought pattern was with bringing Ty France up is are you going to release Kinsler, bring Urias up, and send Ty France down and just put him back at second and just be like, dude, you be might at as second well. every day. Might as well. So go ahead and get your at-bats because if he can't hack it at the major league level, which he hasn't been able to do, then you're the guy we're going to bring back up and send him back down again. I, I'll tell you the other thing that I have a major problem with on this team. Yeah is the fact that you have a catcher hitting a buck 86. And I, I just, I look at that today, man. I look at him come up in different situations, right? Yeah, 183, actually. 183. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he came up with the runners in scoring position, either the 10th or the 11th. And David's just nothing there. And, and you're not, you're a fun team, but you're not a good enough team where you can hide this guy hitting a buck 83 and this constant fucking kissing of that dude's ass in this town holy shit yeah fucking kids not hitting 200 no but goddamn we're just gonna throw pedals at his feet and hey nicest guy going fantastic you know who else is a really nice guy steve woods and the reports I got out of Phoenix were Woods was throwing about 44 fucking miles an hour. <laughs> so that guy's family to me. I don't need Steve pitching middle relief. Nope. And I don't need Austin Hedges catching. Nope. 
I'm with you 100 percent on this. Hedges I, is a, is a younger, better looking AJ Ellis. That's what he is. He should be he should be playing on Thursday and Sunday day games. That's it. He's right. not a major league everyday catcher. He's well, just not. You're gonna have to fucking win with offense. Yeah, he's killing you, man. He he is killing you, and he's killed you ever since he's been in the big leagues. So if you were going. Uh, Kinsler's going to be out. Urias is going to be your guy every day. Now, if Tatis is going on the DL, which I don't know, but then you go, all right, Machado moves to short and Ty France plays third, yeah. right? Not exactly. I mean, France yeah, you has been go that route. You could go that route. Yeah. But you got to get fucking Mejia. Mejia's at 158. I got it. Yeah. But how many at-bats does he have? Yeah, not even close to as many at-bats. I like Mejia from the left side much better than I do from the right side. I got just it. think this one yeah. looks better. But, again, he's hitting 158. I don't know what the splits are. For all you know, someone's going to write me tomorrow and say you couldn't be more wrong on the splits. But He's hitting 600. Yeah, he's hitting 600, dopey. Um, 158 is is what he's hitting. Losing to Tease is bad because, number one, he has been the, the biggest bright spot of the team. Awesome. It doesn't matter that he's a rookie. He's hitting 300 before the injury. Three for five again today got some speed up at the top of the lineup and, and then his glove's been great and he's been just a great addition to the team a lot of guys as well as the team is played record wise you know and as well as they're playing on the road i mean they still have a winning record i believe they're 16 and 12 right now nine and four on the road when you look at the padres you go well machado's not playing to what you thought he was going to be so right. that that will get better right Hosmer's finally starting to get his back going. Even though yep. it's 243, it was horseshit two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. So he's moving in the right direction. Myers, the home run ball today that went over his glove. Holy shit. I was like, dude, how about just a little bit of fucking effort? Maybe you aren't going extra innings if you catch that ball. But it hit the top of the fucking fence. Four feet to his left? Just catch the ball. That was really disappointing. And uh -huh. he's sitting there going, that's the half-ass effort we have always seen in Myers. But Myers is struggling right now all of a sudden 258. So... I it, the way they're going and Renfro's all of a sudden making contact yeah. and, and things are going in the right direction for the pods. Um, Lucchese was is a guy I thought honestly was the guy. That but, was weird today, right? Yeah, it was weird. It was weird all the way around. Listening and it's funny we talked about listening on uh, Sirius. You know when uh -huh. I do it, I couldn't. As soon as I was listening to Ted, it shut off, and then I had to go find it on the Nationals broadcast. You were right on that one. It made me yeah. switch today because um, I was out there doing the grass at the high school field. And I'm listening, and Helixson all of a sudden, ball almost goes out. Next one right. does go out. And I'm thinking, man, Helixson is really tough, except he's known for the third time through the lineup. Padres could get to him. Dude, he had nothing today. No. And they got him for six runs quickly in three innings, and you're going, man, this is going to be a sweep for the pods. Ah, fuck. Yeah, but you know what? The, nothing to hang your, your no. head at. The, the only thing is, the best thing about Tatis being injured is that he's a young guy and he'll recover quickly. Uh, where I would have liked, though, is this series coming up against Atlanta. Which they never play well against the Braves, but I do like this series. But they, they kind of have a lot of similarities. Yeah, they do, between exactly. Between the two teams right now. The organizations are, did it, both did the same thing. Yeah, and I like it. The Braves are exciting. To me, yeah. Dave, maybe it's just because having grown up here, there's something about the Braves. It goes back to the fight in 84. It goes back to the playoffs in 98. It just old school National League West rivals, which is so funny thinking that that the Braves and Padres were in the same division. Yeah, but it is so much fun. I love the matchup between the Braves and uh, and the Pods. I just I like it. That that to me, like they always try to tell you how they're rivals with the Mariners. Yeah. Man, if there's a team I hate that's not, I probably hate the Braves more than I hate the Rockies. Yeah. Right? I mean, Matt Holiday fucked us, but 
But I hate that team with the Dodgers and the Giants. Just going back old school. And the Reds were in the fucking West too, right? Yep. Reds are in the West. The Astros are in the West. God, yep. so crazy. But you know, but I, I hate that Braves team. That's why it's fun. You know, the Braves right now actually have a losing record, 13-14. and 14. The one guy in the Braves I always try and pay attention to as his career goes on is Max Fried, who looks like he's finally yeah. you know figured it out when he listed everyone and talked how good he is. Former Padre, number one draft pick in 2012. And you look at him and you're going, okay, what's he, what's he going to be into the Padres? Make a mistake or didn't make a mistake on that one. What do you think the – you always run, throw this stat at me as long as I've known you. The run differential. Yeah, I love okay. it. Where do you think the Padres are? I know you mm. probably haven't looked in a long time. Haven't looked. They're they're sixteen and twelve on the season. Two games back. Sixteen and twelve. Second place. Huh. My guess with nothing else, I'll say plus twenty two. Minus eight. Really? That it's really rare. That's what I that's why I brought it up. Really? That's funny. Really rare. Yeah, it's a minus eight. Did they have a game where they got blown out? Have they had a couple of games? They, 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 here's, here, they had to. So Here's the the Dodgers who are right in front of them again, only by two games. They're plus thirty one. Yeah. So that's a that's a difference of thirty nine. Yeah. Just between the two teams in just two games, you know. And then you look at the Diamondbacks who are behind the Padres. They're plus twenty. I like it's the very strange. Yeah, that to me, I like that. I I always paid attention to that. I like it. But just to wrap up Padre talk, it is so much more fun. Sure is this year, and. Yes, the $1,000 bet makes it a whole lot of fun, but it just it has a different energy, a different vibe. And I'll tell you, Dave, right now, I'm really glad that they didn't fucking go out and sign Gio Gonzalez. Yeah. I can't say I'm glad you didn't sign Dallas Keuchel. I would just say I'm glad you haven't done it in the last two and a half weeks. If you were to have gotten him in January, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know where he is right now, but... Yeah, I just I like where this team is. Kinsler is going to be a fucking swing and a miss, but um, I guess shit it we, happens. We've had those guys before. Yeah, we have had them before. Get them out. Hey, want to mention Brian Curry? My wife was going out throughout San Diego today, looking at houses again, and I said, "Look, don't do not call Brian unless you're serious." Yeah, he doesn't have time for your bullshit. No, he all right, it. he has other people to deal with. Right. And because we, we know him really well, I don't want you to call him. Anyone no. else, you go ahead and call him as much yeah, as you call want. call him anybody you want, but, but not don't, BC. Don't fucking embarrass me. God damn. <laughs> the former Navy guy, helicopter pilot. And he didn't have time he, to chit-chat. And of course he would say, no problem. He wouldn't ever say, are you serious? While he's sitting there with that thing. Remember that, that thing you squeeze, like the AMF yeah. thing that you get at Kmart? Yeah. With the big spring in it? Yeah. He's just breaking that sprint. God damn it. What is she bugging me about now? <laughs> Brian's your guy. Look, you're looking for that perfect home throughout San Diego. He's your guy because he knows San Diego community is better than anyone else. He's been selling real estate for more than 20 years in San Diego County. You name where you want to go, he will get you there. Again, it's your situation as far as if you're looking for a bigger house or you're looking to downsize. Make sure you call our buddy Brian Curry at 619-251-1588. 619 619- Two five one one five eight eight. Yeah, I was saying today to my kids, we we're talking just driving around different parts of town and and coming through Poway. Man, there's so many insanely cool houses there. And we were just saying, ah, oh, what are you gonna do? What happens? Things kind of get settled over the next couple of weeks. Dave, I still don't really know, but there is something incredibly fun about being a homeowner. Yeah, about owning your own place. 
And I am really leaning towards doing that. And I really think the main reason why I'm leaning towards doing that for two reasons. Number one is that um, my old place, which their mom will keep, could go to one of them. And then my place could go to the other one. And I kind of like that. I like having the ability to, to help your kids with their future, especially if that future means real estate. That, to me, would be great. But the other thing is you just kind of feel like every now and then I don't need a Porsche, right? Yeah. I had a Harley. It was fun. It came to me. I don't need a Harley. I don't need anything like that where you go, hey, look at me. I've made it. Uh, Woods and Costa are big fans of driving gloves. I don't yeah. need driving gloves. But if you go, hey, you know what? I got to a certain point in my life where I bought two different places, as you've been through. That's pretty cool. I, I like that. I think anybody who's a homeowner, good on you for doing it, no matter what part of town you live in. If you own your place, good for you. And just for me, you go, yeah, I kind of like the idea of owning my own place again. So uh, I'll probably do that. I would think the first place where I'm going to look is probably the farms in Rancho Santa I like Fe. it. Beautiful choice. I'm just going to get this. Well, here's why I figured out this is what I'm going to do, and I talked to Brian about it. Okay. I'm going to rent a – I'm going to buy – a five-bedroom house out in the farms. I'm okay. going to have four acres. But, you know, you go, well, that's a pretty big nut to cover. Well, it's funny you use that terminology because you know how I'm going to pay my bills? Ow. I'm going to lease it out to Vivid Video. <laughs> and every night there's just going to be guys just in that back room, right, when friends of ours, not mentioning names, but you and I know who they are, yeah. when they're having a little bit of a strained relationship at home, wink, wink. Yeah, you say, hey, come on back in the back room. Like, there's always, it's such a beautiful house, Dave, but I don't know what this back room, I can't figure it out. What's well, because 19 guys were back there going, gagoosh, shooting DNA all over the place. We got it the first time. All right, sorry. Uh, all of them related to the same stepsister. I got it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. But if I, that's how I figured it out. I'm going to sublease it to Vivid Video. Like it. There you go. They don't need You're the smart. putting green. No. No. <laughs> I'll just be over there putting, right? Free food. You know, catering's coming exactly, in. Exactly, of course. Yeah, it'll be great. That's my whole business plan. <laughs> it's going to start with me and Brian Curry. Brian's like, God dang it. Can you just play one by the numbers? <laughs> Former helicopter pilot. I don't know if he ever shot anything, but there'll uh, be 15 guys in the back room. All right. We just 15 times. I know. I lost count. <laughs> what kind am I on, Maggie? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Here's a couple extras. Bonus. That's it. How you like my business plan? <laughs> Some of it's kind of good. What do you mean some of it? You know how you'll be there. You'll be the creeper sitting in the back chugging Mountain Dew. Hey, what's up? Can I get a selfie? You and me? Get <laughs> out of here. All right. Hey, here's another guy can help you out. You smell like cotton candy. <laughs> Alan Taylor. Oh, yeah. Taylor Maples. Woo! Look who just brought something to the table. Yes, sir. Alan Taylor's been building those dreamlike pools for more than 20 years throughout San Diego County. Tailored made pools, new construction or on commercial and residential, full remodels on commercial and residential, and also new equipment what? and repairs. He does both, full remodels and both. All right. 
Well, first time I've said it? I don't think well, so. Well, I heard commercial and residential Twice. like three different well, ways. Well, I'm saying he does work on both, but he also does full remodels. Well, will he do commercial as well as residential? Sometimes. Okay. Keep it up. You're going to get a paper cut. <laughs> don't forget about that perfect pool. The installation process is very easy. The saltwater technology, waterfalls, grotto slides, everything you can possibly grotto. imagine with your dream pool. Guess what? Alan Taylor with Taylor Made Pools is your guy. 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. i tell you what, for all the guys driving around, you get that grotto built in the back. <laughs> Jesus. Yes. Good God. <laughs> Pull it together. <laughs> well, I was going to use a term from the 70s that I resisted using. Go ahead. Do you want to hear it? Yeah, I do. I love the 70s terms. <laughs> you take a look at that old battle axe. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Riding shotgun. You get that new grotto. Guess what? She's out. You know who's in that seat? The lovely Victoria Principal. Because she's going to say, I don't even know you, but I know you have a grotto from TaylorMade Pools, and I'm looking forward to moving in. That's how life works. She's out. The chick in the midriff Metallica shirt is gone. And America's sweetheart, Jacqueline Smith, is in. Have you seen Jacqueline Smith recently? I bet she looks fantastic. She sure does. I fell for one of those things where you get a click on, you won't believe what she looks like now. Amazing. Dude, she looked great. God, that's good news. Same with Cheryl Ladd. I bet. Yeah. Well, guess what? Get a tailor-made pool, and they're going to be over there discussing uh, the Charlie Let, uh, Charlie's Angels reunion <laughs> show. But if you're a little tight-wide... And you don't go with the tailor-made pool. Guess what? They'll be at your neighbor's house. And you'll be sitting around trying to look over the fence. Well, uh, what's-her-name's like, what are you doing? Give me a little privacy. Which life do you want, jackass? <laughs> hey, also, Dan Williams, one of the newest guys to join the show. Dan Williams is your guy as far as what are you going to do with your money? What's your future with your money and how to make your money grow? Really, really important that you get in touch with Dan Williams. Dan Williams is also the guy that you want to talk to when you talk about first-time home buyer. He works with veterans, and he helps people get educated, most importantly. Building that relationship with Dan can be one of the smartest moves you make as you go towards your retirement. Yeah, C2 Financial, been around for the last 15 years, and Dave, the key is the borrow smart approach to mortgage planning. You know who did it? Matt did it. Naval Special Warfare. I love what Matt told us. He said, guys, I was introduced to Dan from a teammate of mine in the Navy. At our first meeting, Dan helped me understand his process and what he calls mortgage management, which was new to me. Fast forward to this month. Dan and his team have enabled me to help uh, keep my first home, rent it out, making a profit, and purchase a new home for my growing family. How perfect is that, Great. right? What we just talked about. Matt goes on to say, without Dan's plan, I would not be closer to my financial goals and becoming financially independent. He's a trusted advisor for me, my family, and my friends. Again, that's Matt, who works in Naval Special Warfare. So how do you do it? It starts with a phone call, 858-688-6813. If you go to the website, which is sandiegolending.us slash Dave Jeff, you can get both of Dan's books for free. The first one is Borrow Smart, Repay Smart. The second one is How to Purchase a Home with No Down Payment. Again, sandiegolending.us slash Dave Jeff. Give them a call, 
688-688-6813. Love what he is doing for those of you in the military looking to buy your first home. But even if you're not in the military, Dan can help you out. Absolutely. And also don't forget about the guy who helped Dan out as well, like he helped us. It's Kyle Fluger with that yep. website. Make sure your website is professional as the next guy, the guy that you're doing business with. You want to make sure that yours is the best going. Actually, the guy you're doing business against is what I should say. Kyle Fluger is your guy. He's our guy. 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. Go to DaveAndJeffShow.com. Brand new blog up from JoJo Tarantino is so funny about JoJo getting stuck on the road. I'll have blogs coming up from the road. Uh, I'll be in Toronto all next week. Cool. So we'll have some blogs, some photos, some stuff from there. But, yeah, Kyle really took our website, which had done a amazing job. Our yeah. friend Eddie helped us out when we needed a website. But we when we needed to graduate to the next level, Eddie had a million other things going on. We were lucky that Kyle stepped up and helped us out. Huge help for all the charities that we've done. Uh, just an amazing guy and has done a wonderful job with our website. Check it out at DaveAndJeffShow.com. All right, before we get out of here, 1090, are they on the air on Monday morning? Well, look, man, at this point, I just I feel like what they've done to all those guys is such bullshit. It really is. It's terribly unfair. And the stories you hear is that limited to almost no communication yeah. with anybody on the staff. And I, I just think it sucks. I mean, I really do. I think it sucks, and I think it's unfair. Um, Dave, I don't know what you do if you're those shows, and I really haven't bothered any of them. I haven't talked to Darren. I haven't talked to Scott because this is what happens, and unfortunately I know it too well, and I know you do too, is I love the people that immediately when you lose a job are the ones that want to make that call. Well, what are you going to do now? Yeah. Hey, guess what, dumb fuck? I didn't know I was getting fired. Sorry, I didn't have an immediate plan. Um, so what I was told from people inside the intercom building yeah. is that they're not looking to, to fill any spots. Oh, Whether or not ridiculous. that's true or not, I don't have any idea. But you Dave, got two major holes right now over there. Yeah, and if you're looking at it from a business sense, from Intercom, if they're like, well, we can wait it out and make these guys, you know, a little itchy. That's um, ridiculous. Think, it is. It's a bad business move. You're the second worst station in all of San Diego. Yeah. But if you're Intercom, and I'm just saying from a business standpoint, with 1090 out of the game, you become number one. And so you look at it and you go, well, we're going to be – we may not get everybody that was listening to 1090, but we'll get a few of them. They'll come over, and in San Diego, Coach, although that garbage he was doing last week was embarrassing, but if you're Intercom, there may be a part of you that says, well, hang on. Why do I want to take on Scott's salary? Why do I want to take on Darren's salary? I, I mean, remember, that's a business that when they merged with CBS – they had tens of millions of dollars that they need to cut. I think they've anywhere like forty million that they need to cut from not that those guys are making that kind of money. Yeah. But if I'm if I'm the GM there, why am I falling over myself to bring in big salaries unless you figure that the ad revenue generated by the new shows will offset any salaries that come in? To me, ninety seven three is completely in the driver's seat. There are two holes, meaning two openings. Mm-hmm. 
There are three shows that need jobs. Right. This is the offer on the table. Which two guys are going to take right. it? Right. And guess what? Third guys. Lord I need. of the Flies. Exactly. Play little uh, musical chairs. And you go, hey, guess what, Scott? The, not enough money for you? Fucking Ben and Steve will take it. Yeah, Ben and Steve will take it. Yep. And guess what? Ben and Steve are here, and guess where you are? Ben and fucking Jerry's. <laughs> you and Allie, rat, can sit down there and tell each other how great you are while you're fucking making bananas split. Get the fuck out of here. Sidekick him in the ass. Right in the ass. Get out of here, <laughs> your fancy jeans. <laughs> I have no idea if Cap wears fancy jeans. And then you throw... <laughs> that's it you're in the driver's seat three shows need jobs and there are two openings you you determine the price yeah lord of the fly yeah uh hey darren you know what we'd like to have you no fucking way we're bringing your two fucking your cheering squad with you we're bringing ben steve and paul you three can take your show on the road Get two. <laughs> i tell you what you do I'll tell you exactly what you do. You take Scott and Billy Ray, and you guys are the brand new Osmonds. Go ahead, see, sing lead. One bad apple. Get. Come on. Get out of here. I got AJ and Sarah coming in. If you're those guys, though, at 1090, you just work until the check keeps clearing, right? They're still getting paid, I assume. I hope. Otherwise, they must be getting paid. No way Scott's working for free. Yeah, why the fuck would yeah, you work for free? Exactly. You better hope you get paid. But, no, they're going to be like... Uh, so I tuned in on Friday because I thought it was a farewell. They've had about nine of them. But, uh, but in fairness to those guys, what else are you going to do? You know who those guys are? You know the song they should play tomorrow? What? Every break. They should play fucking Mr. Bojangles because that's who they are. <laughs> they're fucking... It's the Mr. Bojangles show. Dance. Yeah, just fucking sit there like... Ben plays his little fucking organ, yeah, like his accordion, and Steve just dances, and they pass the hat around because until management and Dave, you and I would be doing the exact same thing. Believe me, I'm not sitting here casting any stones at any of those guys. When you're trying to follow, if you're under contract, yeah, you you have to do what you can so they don't have the ability. It's a little bit, I would think, like a game of chicken. Yeah, we go. Eh. I don't really want to show up. Well, guess what? You're in breach of contract, and exactly now we're right. free and clear, and you don't get shit. You don't get jack shit. Yeah. Is everything in good standing over there? It seemed like Scott took a shot at uh, Ben's wife. I heard that. Yeah. What the hell's going on? I thought everybody got along. What did he say? He called her everybody's wife. I don't know what that term means. That's what I'm trying to ask you. What was it? She didn't like it at all. Is that right? A couple swear words in there, and a middle finger back, and the whole deal. Really? Yeah. But uh, really, <laughs> now, here, here's my thing always. Kids and wives are always off limits because they aren't public figures. Well, I don't, but, if you but get, I don't know what the term everybody's wife means. Is, well, that, is that an insult? Well, it was an insult the way she took it, which means it must have been an insult. If she, if she was perceived it as an insult, then perception is, is reality, then yeah. Now, what does that mean? Does that mean that she's everybody's wife? I mean, you know, he just went through a divorce. He's not happy with wives and took a shot at her. She's your typical wife that gets on your nerves. Or is she everybody's wife because she tries to act like she should give her opinion on everybody's uh, their job? I have no idea what that means. But when you go after someone's spouse, 
But then I'm thinking in my mind, hell, I like Scott. I like I like all those guys there. I don't know Ben's wife, but everyone says she's the nicest girl in the world. We met her at um, we met her at the barbecue thing. I wasn't there. Well, that's why we had a good day. Okay. How'd that feel? Not good. So here's the here's here's my thing I, back. I don't, here, I, why all of a sudden do things get ugly unless things are starting to fall apart? Well, I would just say this, and this is just my opinion. You and I did a show for twenty years. Our wives weren't characters. That's that's what I was getting to. They weren't on there. So once you go on there, you create, you become a public figure. Right. I mean, Jack and Kate's mom's an attorney. She has cases. Uh, she and I are still very close friends. The other day, she said, hey, come over. I need your help. Move um, that water heater out? <laughs> yeah, no. She has, uh, she's handling felonies now. And she goes, look, I, do me a favor. Look at this thing objectively. It's it's a body cam video. She goes, tell me what you see, because it, it'll impact the way I write my open. And I said, okay, so I watch it. We just hung out. We did. She goes, yeah, do you see this, that, whatever. Um, I, I you know, I've said... Things will be different in the next couple of years because the further she goes up the ladder, the more likely it is that she's going to be on TV. And she and I have joked about that. Like she goes, wow, that." but she kept her last name and I was fine with it because we said it took a two minute thing. I said, I don't want your people realizing all the fucks that you defend, knowing that you and I are married and I don't want the fucks that listen to this show knowing like going, Oh, that's Jeff's wife or whatever. I had no problem at all with her keeping her last name, but I would never go on and, and comment publicly about what she, I don't know shit about it. And she wouldn't go on and, and I'm not passing judgment on Shelly or anybody else. She, she doesn't know what that fucking world is. And with all respect to Shelly, I don't know that Shelly knows other than what Ben knows. But I like them both as people. I, I don't know what that term means, so I can't comment on it. I've never called her that. I met her one time, and she was nice. Well, I don't know anyone's ever said anything negative. That's what I'm asking you. But Is your wife never went in and commented no. on on continuously about it. Now, um, but Shelly does a podcast. That's what I'm saying. My wife doesn't do a podcast, so my wife hasn't. Right. Called in and we put her on and stuff like that. It, it, they they have a different relationship. My thing is, if everybody gets along, and the stress of obviously what's going on over there right now of yeah. knowing is this thing coming together? You're going back on real radio. Turn into Lord of the Flies over there. That's man. what I'm saying. All of a sudden, you start going after each other. And does Ben have to walk in tomorrow and say to Scott, "I want you to put your Dukes Let's up. Let's go, Marcus and Queen. I'll watch that one. And I have to defend my wife for what you did to her on social media. You son of a bitch. I love Ben. I love Ben. Scott would beat the dog shit out of Ben. But Ben, Ben to me, and I, I think Shelly's great. I think Shelly cracks me up. Scott would just, and I don't want Ben to get hurt. Ben's I, a nice guy. I'd like to see a fight. I like fights. I'd like to see Scott just fight. Just down there? I'd like from You know who Scott's going to beat the fuck out I'd of? I'd like him straight out and just go, I want you to put your dukes up. And I'm going to defend my wife's name. No, it's, it doesn't have anything to do with Ben or Shelly or anything else. You know who Scott's going to beat the fuck out of? Who? Mike Glickenhaus. I think he is. He's going to beat the fuck out of Mike Glickenhaus. And that's going to be great. Let me think. Who's Steve going to beat? The- Woods will jump in there. He's fucking made it. What the fuck did you tell him today on social media? You told him 
put a tie on your teammate to playoffs, and then he told you that you dressed like Jason Aldean. That whole thread was so funny to me. Like, and then people jump in because none of the, us. They have no the, idea what's going on. They have I, no idea the no. whole circle. Like, yeah. I knew. Like, I I, knew I'm literally su- sitting right where I am right now with you watching the Padre game, okay? Right. And I know he's at home watching the Padre game. And I'm watching it. Yeah, and we're sitting there ripping each other. And I said you stole Sean McVay's wardrobe, put a fucking tie on. Yeah, you said show some respect. Your team's going yeah. to the playoffs. <laughs> that struck me so funny. And he had no time for your shit no, at all. And I literally texted him. I said, dude, I got shit to do. I don't have time to do this on Twitter all day. I know people f- probably love the fact we're going at it. I did. And, and he wrote me right away. Well, no one fucking asked you to go after yeah, me, you, you asshole. asshole. <laughs> Like he's like he's, you started it, you dick. Like it's like now, oh. now you're gonna leave. And here's this is my last thing. I don't know what time it is. We'll get the fuck out of here. How long have we been going? Fucking an hour and fifteen, sixteen minutes. Okay, we're almost done. Um, I love all those guys. I've heard enough of that fucking story. So stop putting shit on social media. Like, well, I hope those guys come back down to the garage. Stevie Woods has an open invite because we can talk about anything with that guy. With all respect to Darren and to Cap and and Shelly and Ben and Marty and any nobody gives a fuck. Like I'm sorry for all of them, but we don't in the sense that yes, nobody wants you to lose a job. Nobody wants you to be out. We will miss what happened with 1090. The whole thing it sucks, but not to the point where we need to fucking come down here and do a two hour eulogy. No, Woods will come down at some point. Yeah. If he's allowed to do it, if he's, if his severance. Well, after he files for EDD, he'll come down. Once he's clear. Yeah. I said to him the other day, I called him and I said, look, with all respect to Darren and, and Scott, both guys, I think the world of. I got there's, when they have a new gig, if they want to come down, there's something else to talk to. We don't really need to fucking drag the 1090 horse around the track again. What more do you need to hear? Fuck, Cap laid it out the other day. I heard he just kicked Glickenhaus <laughs> right in the cock. Just kicked him <laughs> right in the fucking cock. Good for Scott. But but no, I'm I'm fuck. If it doesn't interest me, it doesn't interest any of you. Host your own fucking show. You fucking guys love suggesting shit. Hey, why don't you get this guy in the garage and tag the guy on there? I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> All right. Are we coming back tomorrow or Tuesday? What are we we will be back Monday night. We have to come back Monday because uh, Tuesday I have plans. And Wednesday you're coaching and uh, Wednesday is going to be a long fucking day. So then um, okay. we'll be back tomorrow. And then I would assume that there's no shows next week unless you and Josh want to do a show. You know what? The draft would have been an easy one to do because he, he had so many guys that he knew. How about uh, the, the third guy taken in the draft? Quentin Williams was nothing but a scout team guy when Josh was there. Isn't that incredible? Because the guy just sit there and picked everybody's brain and ends up being what they say could be the next Aaron Donald. You know? Well, Freaking nuts. Well, uh, what'd you think of your fucking Raiders taking three Clemson guys? I fucking I hated it. Especially Jesus Hunter Renfro. Christ. Not the Hunter Renfro on the fucking yeah. Padres, the one that spells his last name with a W. Yeah, that kind of looks fucking, like he's 60. Dude, he's the guy, like the kids at Duke that seem like they're there for 80 years. He's that guy yeah. at Clemson. Like, he's there forever. Yeah. Fucking Raiders. Who's that uh, Who's that Duke basketball player that bugs the shit out of everybody? Always Grayson like, Allen? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is that who we just got? Hunter Renfro? That's who you just got. 
And then, uh, uh, other than the fact he shares a name with your kids, that great fucking analysis. Oh my God, dude. That was the craziest fucking tweet of all time. I literally telling you a story. Yeah. And he completely hammered Jake. And I was like, holy shit. I didn't shit. hammer oh, Jake. Sure I did. hammered you. I almost put hashtag Jeff hates dead kids. It was, it was, <laughs> it was so brutal. It was ridiculous. I hated you. I'm like, oh somebody asked you, you have a close. No, the guy ripped the shit out of the Raiders picks. And I said, out for personal reasons. Personal, I said. But you watched Alabama. I Nobody cares that. about personal reasons. You watched Alabama. You have okay. an educated point of view. Yes. You have a son that went there. And knows him. Knows the kid. Right. That's yes. what we're wondering. Is this kid going to be a difference maker? He's Darren Sproles is what he is. He's Darren Sproles. Okay. Don't don't freaking twitch like that. He's Darren Sproles. Fuck. Okay. Well, that's a third down back. I didn't Not say every take, down back. Dude, he never even started for Alabama. Why would you take him in the first round? He wasn't a starter. Fucking Sproles was yeah, a fourth did, round pick. Yeah. Now, where was this analysis the other night on Twitter? I was too shaken by by your commentary. Knocked off my rocker. It's the meanest thing you've ever said. <laughs> oh, shit. Not even yeah. close. Jesus. I'm All not right. even close to what Costa said. I, well, Costa's a piece of shit, and everybody knows it. Well, that's true, and I'm class. <laughs> Who'd you say tonight? Who'd you try to tell tonight? What, hell, tell me what you were going to say to Woods that you held back on because you said he had I class. Was, I was going to make a joke about him being unemployed. That's fucking bullshit. I didn't do it. I said I had class. Well, why'd you say it here? I said I could say something right now really nasty, but I won't because I have class. <laughs> and I was hoping you read it. That was for you. I loved it. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Well, if any of you have any tips for LinkedIn success, please pass them along to our friend Steve Woods. That'd be great. <laughs> Where's he going next, huh? He's going to go to Ruby as I make your fucking chicken burrito. God, they're good. Yeah. Don't fuck it up, Steve. Where can he DJ? Can, there's not even strip clubs in town anymore. He no, can't even do that. DJ. Jesus. Oh, fuck. Is he going to be mobile DJ? Yeah, Hannah's not going to Hey, let's get DJ. everybody out here on the dance floor right now. We got the best man dance coming up. Hey, who want? Hey, I am Steve Woods in case anybody wanted to know. Might remember me from my days on 91X. Was he on 91X? I don't think he was. Oh, shit. Hang on. <laughs> Might remember me from my time on Sunny 98.1. Me and Gene Knight, we had a great time. Gave a, your weekday weekend giveaway. When he's not mobile DJing, he's mobile washing cars. Jesus. Oh, you son of you a bitch. You cocksucker. Look what you, you did. You just brought the worst out of me. God damn it. Fuck. What'd oh. you say? <laughs> you said you were going to call the CPS for Bo? Yes. You called him your beautiful son? Watching the Padres? He chose the, he made his kid choose the Padres over the Yankees. Okay, here's here's the move. All right, All right I'll put I'll this out on Twitter as soon as his official last day is, whatever the fuck that is at 1090. Will Woods do the class thing and turn his Padre credential in since he's no longer working in the media, or will he keep it like Hacksaw? Well, th- yes, <laughs> he will keep it. That's what was great today is when he asked you, uh, <laughs> Hey, Dave, how many games have you been to? I've been to eight. Yeah, free, you fuckface. Yeah, sorry. Tabitha Lipkin's not my best friend. Jesus. Son of a bitch. Acts like he's saving the world. Fucking guy. <laughs> Kevin Acey calls him for fucking quotes. Fuck off. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> this fucking guy. Who does he think he is? I love the guy. The greatest thing, you should do this. Yeah. The funniest thing that I can recommend for you or anybody 
is go back and listen to the first night we had him in the garage. We were so yeah. nice to him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We are so, hey, such a pleasure to have you here. Now look what happened. The oh. biggest mistake of his life. Look at, ah, uh, fuck. You fucking guy, Will Myers. Nice effort. The warning track's 15 feet in every fucking park. Why do you look down at your feet, you idiot? You douche. <laughs> All right. Take care of my friend Stevie Woods. That's all we got to do. We'll see you back here tomorrow night, and then uh, we'll figure it out from there. Perfect.